here's to courageous pioneers who understand a legacy is multifaceted. Welcome to our Legacy Planning Podcast, a podcast for leaders and visionaries of all ages. Whether you are an independent entrepreneur or someone who is part of a family business, you too can leave something of value behind for a greater purpose. Perhaps your legacy will improve workplace cultures, seize authentic moments, or inspire others with your talent. Your host, Angelina Carlton, is the founder of Design Your Legacy, a boutique advisory firm based in Beverly Hills, California. She is a mentor and coach to leaders like you and has contributed to Alliance, a philanthropy magazine, as well as to women in family business. She has been recognized by Los Angeles Biz as an LA woman of influence, as well as by World HRD Congress for her work. Remember, you deserve great coaching because your legacy is worth completing. Good morning. My name is Angelina Carlton. Welcome back to another series on our Legacy Conversations. This morning, I have the pleasure of introducing Will George, a dear friend as well as an associate. He is a 42-year-old self-made entrepreneur. He's also the founder and chief executive officer of Buck and Bass, a fishing and hunting technical outerwear brand that was created in 2015. Buck and Bass is the industry leader for technical outerwear that is currently focused on the bass fishing market. Welcome, Will. Hey, how are you? Good, good. Thank you so much for joining. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Yes. So one of the reasons why I wanted to have this legacy conversation is to bring another perspective or a storyline to what is possible with entrepreneurs today, but also when two-thirds of the affluent are self-made, I wanted to bring more real-life stories of positive role models forward because not everybody starts um, you know, with something given to them. Sometimes it comes by yep. way of inspiration. Sometimes it comes by way of sweat equity. So I thought yeah. that, that uh, maybe we could start at the beginning. And would you let me know, first of all, the inspiration for Buck and Bass? Yeah, so it, it started in, uh, this started in, I mean, it started basically back to the beginning when I, I'm, I'm originally born and raised in Wyoming Yes, and grew up hunting and fishing. So uh, my love for the outdoors started at by the time I could walk. So, I mean, that's essentially where it started yet. Skip ahead, you know, a lot of years. Um, I was watching a, bad, a professional bass fishing tournament in 2015. And these guys are at the highest level of the sport. Right. And got the best trucks, boats, rods, reels, electronics, all this best equipment, yet they were complaining about being wet. And that made no sense to me whatsoever. So I thought, okay, I got to look into this. So this is in 2015. I asked a couple of friends, what are the best, what was the best rain suit at that time? And they told me what it was. And I went out and bought one and I went on a fishing trip and within 45 minutes of this brand new suit that I just bought, I was soaking wet. My, my sleeves were wet. My hood didn't wear everything. It just didn't work. So at that point I said, okay, I have no idea about technical apparel. Yes. I have zero idea, but I have the belief and self-confidence in myself to say, we're going to fix this. And that's what we did. So the first thing I started we started putting together a team and that was in 2000. So, so it, November of 2015, 
I then, it was Thanksgiving day, actually. I, I was listening to a group called Alabama Yes. and they have a song called Dixieland Delight. And I actually was listening to that when I drew the logo that's here. Yes. Yes. And I just wanted to interrupt for a moment to say that I, I, so bass fishing is as huge as NASCAR across, not just the United States, but across the the globe, this world. Yeah. It's, it's very, it's a, it's a big deal. Yes. Uh, And it's quite a niche, like it's competitive and. Oh yeah. Yes. And they have to pay huge registration fees and they're out in the water with their boats that are like a million dollars. And yeah, yeah, it's quite, it's culture. Yeah. I tell people all the time. It, it, it's like NASCAR on the water. Yes. You've got guys are running down the road with their truck, the boat, electronics. You're looking at 150 plus thousand dollars worth of equipment right there. Right, right. Um, so so I, I, I came up with the name, drew the logo, and, and that was in December, or excuse me, November of 15. And then in 16, I started putting the team together and uh, we just started going from there. And we actually spent about three years, three plus years in development, uh, coming up with the material and doing everything from scratch. We, we created this from the ground up. And then we launched in December of 19. And uh, now we're here. Yes. And I hope that provides inspiration for any of the rising generation members that are watching this or listening to this, that um, at this opportune time in history, some people can be you know, uh, filled with, you know, sorrow and, and self-pity given the uh, world events, or they can go out and start a company and build the company and build teams and, and look yeah. to solve problems. And so I just want to reiterate again that, that you were out there and you were looking at the professionals and say, and asking yourself, why are they getting wet? They've got the best technical yeah. equipment, but for outerwear, it's just not there. And one of the questions I even had is how come the competitors aren't coming forward? And maybe that's a, a cost prohibitive thing, but I think you've brought a, a higher level of respect to the professional bass fishers that are out there. Your thoughts? Yeah, I would say to, to me, they always, everything about them was professional. They're, they're amazing. And I've never competed uh, in a bass fishing tournament. I'm not that good. I, I never have, and I never will. I'm just I'm just not that good yet watching those guys and being a fan, um, a huge fan of the sport. Uh, I absolutely love it. To me, they always, they didn't look good on like what they were wearing. That's bottom line. Everything else about their boats, <laughs> their, their boats look awesome. Their trucks, their, their rods, their reels, their electronics, everything looks great. And then yet what they were wearing for their technical outerwear, they looked bad. Yeah. I was just, go ahead. Yeah. So that was one of my things, as I said, we're going to get these guys the professional grade gear that they deserve and that they should be wearing, number one. And number two, why can't we make them look good at the same time? And that's that's what we're doing. Yeah. The reason I I laughed for a moment is because you're bringing California to them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, When you were out here. Yeah. 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 Giving them, uh, trying to give them some style. So. Yeah, yeah. And and so and I also want to bring up that um, it's a premium brand and a premium product. Yep. So again, you're bringing a higher level of respect to these professionals, but also, you know, I and, and this is something that I even thought two decades ago, you're going to innovate an industry and here you are and you're doing exactly that. Yeah, and, and, um, that's never. Uh, 
I don't think that's ever been a priority. I never sought set out to do that necessarily. I just wanted to be, I want to create the best product and be the best and win at whatever I do. And, and when we started this, it was more like, okay, it was very fundamental in the sense where these guys are wet. Let's keep them dry. Yeah. And, and then simultaneously let's crush the competition because I saw everything that else that's out there is it, it's just pathetic. And I just absolutely wanted to crush them. So. Yeah. And we're going to get um, into some of the more personal questions in a moment, but I just wanted to highlight the zippers are like NASA type zippers and there's um, the ironclad inspiration from the Japanese movies that you liked growing yeah. up. So would you just speak upon that quickly? Yeah. So we have our, our zippers that we use on our jacket bibs. Um, it's called a T-Zip Master Seal Zipper. That's actually the same zipper that NASA uses on the Mars Rover. Uh, then we have uh, next to that, then we have um, uh, our iron shell material. That's where you're seeing that iron clad guarantee. That's our material. It's our proprietary material that we created um, on our rain suit jacket and bibs. And it's a revolutionary material. And we solved a huge fundamental issue that all the other brands were missing on the waterproof. And uh, it's amazing. Yes, yes. And I also wanted to bring up something that I learned because I myself am not necessarily a pro angler. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the 40,000 um, WCR, which stands for water column rating, you, know, you yeah. figured out how to create a material that didn't stick to them, kept them dry and exceeded yep. the other products out in the market. And so um, when there is a pro angler competing and they have to finish the competition early because they're wet, they're tired, or, or their equipment is failing them, including their yep. outerwear, you've just yep. now enabled them, empowered them. Yeah, we were able to keep these guys out on the water and in the worst conditions because uh, the, the bass fishing tournaments, the only, the only time a bass fishing tournament really gets called off or postponed when they're on the water is lightning. Um, that that's really time. But I mean, these guys are in, I've seen rainstorms that are just torrential, like hurricane level rainstorms that these guys are out in and you've paid, they've paid so much money for their entry fees, all this work to get there. And I've seen so many of them before us and still there's people out there that aren't wearing our product. Right. And their day is shot before before 10 a.m. because they're wet, they're cold, they're miserable, and they're thinking they're about everything. Yeah, they're shaking. They're thinking about everything else other than right. fishing, doing their and to me, that's like starting a marathon, running the entire race, and then tripping about a mile before you get to the finish line because you didn't tie your shoes at the starting line. Yeah, yeah. So, so. Th this, yeah, this is awesome. So congrats yeah. to you for bringing this to market. And uh, yeah, and I think it's just, it, it's absolutely lovely. Um, is there anything else you'd like to touch upon regarding your premium product? It's, it's something that in this market, uh, in market in general, you hear so many times products saying, you know, 100% waterproof, 100% waterproof. And that, that term is a very liberal term and how it's used in the sense where it just gets thrown around. So like, Oh, it's waterproof. It's waterproof. And it's like, well, 
I'm wet. So how is that waterproof? Um, there, there's no governing body per se to cross check anyone. And, uh, that is something where the, the anglers in this market that were, you know, that are using our product, they really experience that after using our product to saying, Oh, wait a second. Now I understand the difference between what you have and what they have. And now I understand. Yeah. I know that in one of your uh, conversations, you, you had said that, you know, your idea of dry and their idea of dry <laughs> yeah. with the competitors are two totally different things. It's okay. Totally, totally. Yeah. So have you always been a self-starter and a go-getter? Yes. Okay. That's, that's yeah. matter of fact. Okay. All right. Was there any driving force in your upbringing that inspired you or, um, you know, whether it was like positive or negative, was it rebellion or like, what is, I mean, you're a CEO. So a lot of the times chief executive officers are very driven personalities. I mean, obviously they're very busy, um, but they are, they are the visionary going forward. So I, uh, that's an interesting question in the sense where I don't have, like, I'm an only child. Um, I've, I'm hyper competitive. And it, I don't have brothers or sisters, obviously, being an only child. Neither of my parents are competitive at all, like not in any way, shape or form. So I don't know where it came. I mean, I've been this way since I was in T-ball at, you know, five years old. Yeah. Um, so so it, it's just been like, I'm insanely driven, okay. super motivated. Um, I, I want to win. And yeah. that's it wakes me up every morning is my drive and desire to win and to win at all costs, no matter what it takes. And that's just, I don't have a direct answer for you to link it back to anything saying like, Oh, this event happened that led me to this or anything like this. I was, uh, I've been this way since as early as can start. And like I said, none of my parents are this way. None of my, I didn't have any sibling rivalry and nothing like that. It's I've, I've just always been like this. Yeah. Well, you have an incredible work ethic. And I even remember that 20 years ago, like your, yeah. your day planner was meticulous. Like when you were out yeah. there doing sales and yeah. 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 It's just, um, I, I, I give it everything I got and I, I want to win and whatever that takes. And that's just who I am. Okay. Okay. Has there been any, um, influences that have, you know, in terms of like the subject of legacy, um, has there been anybody that has crossed your paths, you know, let's say even in the last 20 years that may have inspired you to reach for more, or you thought, wow, they set a really good example. No, I, I can't put my finger on one person. Okay. I can say I've seen examples of uh, people that I know that, uh, no matter how, no matter how hard I'm working at a certain time or point when I'm thinking like, okay, I'm doing this. There's been a few people that look and go, okay, there might be in a different field or something, but no matter how much work or output I believe that I am doing, they're doing five times that amount. So it, I need to, I need to raise my game, my level. Um, there's one person in particular I'm thinking of, uh, he's a lawyer, uh, that I know, um, highly success, successful 
in his in his he's at the top of his field he's like you know top five in his field and um i mean he he would there'll be times where i'm thinking like oh yeah i'm working my butt off i'm doing this and then you know i get a call from him at like 2 a.m or an email from him and it's like oh i've been working for three days straight and it's like oh yeah well like okay you need to no matter how hard like someone will always can beat you right so don't let any <laughs> the standard yeah don't of let excellence like, there's somebody out there that always can be better than you necessarily and there's things that you don't have control of just don't let them outwork you just like you have control of that yeah i remember one of the things that we had talked about 20 years ago was last man standing or last woman standing yeah yeah <laughs> in terms like, of staying power yes yeah this is a quote from Babe Ruth. It's I'm not taking credit for it. Babe Ruth, the, the you know, one of the greatest baseball players of all time, said, uh, "You can't." I don't know if I'm saying it correctly, but he said, "You can't beat somebody that never quits." And I don't know if I have wording of that correct, but in in general terms, he's saying you, you can't beat somebody that never quits. And um, I've always taken that philosophy, like you're going to, you want me to quit? You're going to have to kill me. <laughs> I love it. Awesome. Great. Great stuff. So, um, on the, the subject of legacy, um, yep. how do you personally define legacy? I know what the dictionary says, but for yeah. you, uh, what does it mean? Well, for me personally, I, I my personal attitude on things is I just want to be known as somebody who won and did whatever it took to win, won at all cost, and was able to do what others said wasn't able to be done. Uh, like like and, breaking and, the four minute mile or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, cause there's been a ton of the billion clothing companies, technical outwear companies, all those things yet when it's one of the hardest thing when we started this i can't tell you how many people i mean even still now like people every day oh it's not gonna make it's not gonna this or that like people are always constantly constantly telling it's like all right good keep telling me that like, oh you're talking about the naysayers are you talking about the naysayers oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah throwing shade <laughs> like, keep 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 it up it's um because it's just motivating you further oh yeah it's uh, like yeah I, I don't care if they're on my side or not, but it's just like, I, I want to be known as somebody who is able to do what others weren't able to accomplish. Yeah. And I think one of the things, and you've brought this up before, uh, the reason that some of the naysayers are, are throwing shade, as they would say in slang terms, um, is because the product might be outside of their you know, financial budget. And so I think that um, you know when they don't feel good about themselves, that jealousy can kick in. And so, yeah. Yeah. Well, so one of my company philosophies is you will never find anybody. Uh, we're a direct to consumer business. We sell you know, all of our products online predominantly. You know, we do some events and everything like that in person, but, but most of our product is sold direct to consumer on our website. You will never find one negative comment about our product. You can... I don't care if somebody says they don't like me. I don't care mm -hmm. if somebody says that maybe 
you know, like shipping. Well, once I ship something that's out of my hands, it's in UPS's hands or whoever. Right. That sometimes things are late. It happens. Right, right. Somebody can say anything they want about anything else, but you will. Ne- they can complain about the price. They right. can complain. Like I said, they can talk about how they don't like me. I don't care, but you will right. never anybody say anything negative about the product that has the product. Yes. Line. Yeah. And I, I think it's also lovely that you extend that lifetime warranty. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, you get what, I mean, I always you get what you get, pay for. Yeah. 100%. I, I always put myself in someone else's shoes when, when I bought that suit back in 2015, that other brand suit. And I wasn't at, at the, at that point, I wasn't upset that it failed necessarily. I was upset that the tag said that it was going to do X, Y, and Z, and it didn't even do A, B, and C. In the and, business promise. Yeah. And yeah. then there's the price that I paid. Then you start complaining about the price because, hey, I paid X and it didn't even deliver any of what it said on this hang tag. Then there's a problem. And that was my, like I said, you'll never see anybody complain about our product who has the product. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that any time there was a designer that first started out, whether it was Ralph Lauren or, you know, anyone, uh, people yeah. can uh, test them. And, and as yep. they rise in success, they're going to be tested more and more and more. And you're right. It yep. is there. Uh, there is an aspect that it is a mental game of fortitude, of toughness, yep. of, of being very laser focused regarding, you know, those people are going to pass me by and those people and they might try and tear me down, you know, like crabs yep. in the bucket. And yet, <laughs> right. I mean, yep. Anyone who is successful has experienced both the support of what comes with success, but also um, sometimes people can betray. And, and that betrayal might just be an online comment or somebody who is envious. You know, why, why do you have that? And I don't have it. Yeah. 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 It's, always, uh, it's always as long as you, I believe, as you have, you're focused on a target, then anything that might be coming in just bounces off. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. So speaking of business lessons, are there any specific things that are worthy to share right now, whether it's life lessons that you've come across? Because I see you very much as a self-made success who's worked very hard on himself. Um, You know, when it comes to personal development, like you're very honest with yourself. So it's not like there's no precious lies you're protecting. It's like you're, you're, you're honest and, and you're doing the hard work and the inner work and I would say having a higher level of self-awareness. Um, like just having a higher level of self-awareness, understanding that, uh, you know, everything about, about how you're, how you're working, how your output is, how you're conducting yourself with others, how, how they may perceive you, how, uh, you know, um, physically how you are. It's every, I think just, just self-awareness as a whole, as, as in general, um, is probably the thing that has helped me personally uh, over the years, uh, you know, starting from, you know, 20, 21, what have you till, uh, to now just that, 
just that development and then and going along in that way. So here, hold on one second. Someone's trying to come in my office. Hold on a second. Okay. So um yeah, so that would be the thing for me. It's just that it's just that self-awareness of of really just keeping yourself accountable, holding yourself accountable, being self-aware, not lying to yourself, being like, oh, I'm I'm working hard. I'm doing great. And like you're saying that to yourself while you're on vacation. And I'm not saying you shouldn't enjoy life. I enjoy life immensely. Yet uh, you just have to be self-aware and, and hold yourself accountable and self-discipline and um, routine. And I mean, there's, there's a lot of things I could just keep going on and on. But I, like I said, first thing that comes to my mind is the self-awareness part. That's great. And I think that's definitely, um, you know, spoken from somebody that, you know, when I, refer to the phrase, the CEO who walks the floor. I think you walk yep. the floor, you know, when you're out on the road six months out of the year and you're visiting with your customers and you're at the competitions and yes, it is, it's an intense world, but you've uh, brought incredible value to it. And, and just uh, circling back to legacy, a couple more questions and then we will wrap. Um, yeah. What values do you get to honor right now? Cause I think I, uh, you are happier today than I've ever seen you. <laughs> yeah, I would, I definitely agree in that. I, I, at the end of the day, you have to be happy in what you do. And that's my personal belief. I wouldn't be doing any of this if it didn't make me happy at all. Like th this makes me genuinely happy. I love to work. I love to create. I love to build. Um, so all this in th that I'm doing first and foremost, I have a love and a passion for it. So, so it's fun to me, the, you know, being on the road and doing all that, as you're saying, walking the, the floor and all that, I love all that. So to me, it's, if I didn't like it, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. Um, so so it, it, it's, it's, you have to enjoy life. I mean, none of us know how long we're going to be here. So to me personally, you, you have to enjoy every, every single day. If, if you're yeah. not doing something, if you go too many days in a row doing something you don't enjoy, I think that's when you got to like check yourself and be like, okay, what am I doing? Yeah. And I'd like to extend the compliment. My husband said that you are a real entrepreneur because you created something with your hands and you brought it to the marketplace yeah. and you're not a, a chief executive officer that's hiding behind a corner office or, you know, you're out there. Like I said before, you're walking the floor and, and you've got your, uh, you know, your ear to the ground metaphorically to really understand what does your customer need? What do they want? And then being able to deliver it to them with like, you know, the most premium uh, supplies and materials and technology and design and advancement. I mean, you're surrounded by some really great partners, whether it's your CFO, your attorney, and, and just yeah. bringing that creativity to the forefront, you know, month after month, making your product and, um, and expanding your product line. In fact, even it, you know, beyond where you've started, but I just think you're just growing exponentially. So, so it sounds like you're, you get to honor the values of integrity and fun and. Yeah, I'm, uh, like I said, I'm, when you're talking about our team, if you put all of our team together, I'm the, I'm the dumbest person in the room. That's just the way I like it. So if I, if I'm the smartest person in the room, we're in trouble. Yeah. Which is a very secure person. Yeah. 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 It's just, I mean, cause there's, I know what I'm good at and I know what I'm not good at. And I know how to bring people together that are good at what they do. And the, the roles that we have, like our CF, CFO 
and our legal team and our athletes and all those roles, positions on the field, if you will, that they're playing are, are the best at, at their field and everybody doing their job and playing their part is how collectively we win. Yeah. It reminds me of a, a, a verse about how iron sharpens iron and, yeah. and yeah. all of your strengths, all of your talents are just in an upward spiral propelling you higher and, yep. you know, yeah. It's good stuff. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and as a 42-year-old who is building his kingdom, building his legacy, is yeah. there anything in particular that would help you when, you when you are defining, developing, and executing your legacy? And I just want to have this to be an open conversation. So, because maybe there's someone else who's in their 40, you know, that 40 decade, and they could go, yeah, that would be useful also. I, you know, I don't know. Um, I would say just you, you have to, you have to find what you and like, what gets you going in the morning, okay. like what, what keeps you up at night and what gets you up in the morning are the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Just, would you like to add anything to that? Just finding those and just, I mean, it's better to, it's at least for my opinion, it's better to take a shot and miss and know that you at least took a shot yeah. than there and constantly say like, oh, I could have done that or I could have done it. It's like, well, did you? Like, it's better to do it and maybe miss the shot than to not take the shot at all. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good sound advice. Cause definitely, I think sometimes people, they can worry about if, do I look bad? Will I look bad? And they just need to take the darn shot. Yeah. I mean, you should, I mean, look at me. I look, look at my face. I look bad all the time. So <laughs> it, it shouldn't be worried about looking bad. Well, I think you're a master at your craft. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then again, you know, when the designers at the New York fashion shows come out, you know, they let the supermodels be the supermodels and then, right, yeah. they're yeah. the, no the brains behind the project. I don't think we'll ever be in a New York runway. I think we'll be more like a, at a lake in Alabama. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's wonderful, again, just to wrap up that uh, your, your products are, um, you know, being shipped to Australia and uh, locations all around the world. And you're, you're building your pro angler team and supporting different athletes. And I, I had never realized how much of a competitive sport this uh, bass fishing world is. I just want to close with this, um, that it, it requires an immense amount of concentration. And if somebody is wet or shaking, uh, all of those things can affect their performance because, you know, when they're competing, they've got their boat and they've got to go, you know, from point A and then maybe seven, eight miles per hour to point B. And, yep. and, the, and, and so it's, it's a very intense uh, you know, those competitions are very intense. And I, I think you're very much enabling um, a group of people, empowering them to just be better than, you know, better than where they're at. And, and so kudos to you for, for bringing that to the marketplace. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. We were, you, you can only be the first man on the moon once. And, and we were the first company to figure out the proper water column rating for that bass anglers need. And we were the first one to figure that out. And still to this day, no one, no other brand has figured that out. So uh, that that's something that, that we're able to really, it, it's changing, changing the way that these guys are able to perform out on the water and they're able to perform at their highest level. 
and, yeah. and we're able to be a part of that. And uh, it's, it's very exciting. So would you, can you show the rain or the rain jacket or is it next to you right now? Yeah, I'm actually in the shipping room oh. slash area right now. Yeah, I, I can grab one for you real quick. Hold on. Let me okay, okay. <laughs> and while he's doing that, I'll just fill in some time and I'll, I'll mention that uh, the hoods are called full throttle hoods, which is special language, which means that every hood is specially fitted. It's not just one size fits all. Uh, again, regarding uh, some of the uh, bespoke uh, features and uh, benefits of the, these products to go above and beyond. And also the label isn't tacked everywhere. So the Bass Fishers don't feel like they're one of those NASCAR drivers that are wearing 15 different sponsored logos. And uh, so here's the kind of hard to see maybe, but here's our jacket. Sounds Yeah, we can see it. Great. And, yeah. So this is our uh, reservoir rain shell jacket and there's a set of bibs that come with it uh this is our reservoir rain shell jacket here's the uh the t-zip master seal zipper the nasa zipper you were talking about earlier uh that full throttle hood you were just talking about hashtag nasa <laughs> our, our iron shell material um the, the, this is an amazing jacket for anybody who's who's it, it's designed for um bass anglers um, that's one of our uh, taglines is built for bass. Yeah. Yet anybody, we've we've sold jackets to uh, people who are competing in equestrian events. We've sold people who are uh, cross-country motorcycle riders. We've sold jackets to people who are commercial fishermen. Uh, we've sold people uh, jackets to a wide range of things that go outside of our sport for people who are like, I don't want to be wet. Um, so, so it's been, it's been really exciting to see the, the versatility of it. Um, especially considering that we're, we made this and we are, we're, you know, focused on bass fishing. Um, yet it's, it's really cool to be able to see, uh, just where it's able to go. Yeah. Yeah. And, and fishermen in Alaska even love the product. So it exceeds and yeah. uh, goes outside of just the bass fishers. So thank you so much, Will. And any final thoughts about the softer side of legacy planning as you are, you know, somebody that I deem to be a self-made success and you're definitely changing an industry for the better and you're so humble, but yet, uh, you know, you're very determined, very determined as, you know, a business warrior in your industry and field. I, I appreciate it. And thank you for having me on. Good seeing you. Um, my last words just be, uh, I don't know, just get to work. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Good, good. All right. And on that note, thank you uh, to the viewers and to the listeners for watching. Please check us out on SoundCloud as well as Apple Podcasts. And please like, subscribe, and share with your family and friends. Thank you so much for joining and thank you, Will. Thank you. Bye.